It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We've got a pretty serious situation brewing in the Gulf, and it's about to be affecting Florida in a pretty major way. Joining us, now is Rory O'Neill. Rory, you are in Florida. You're in Tampa, aren't you? Uh, I'm in Orlando, so I'm away from the coast, but it's the Tampa area that we're really concerned about uh, with the storm surge that will be coming along and generated by what is now a Category 3 hurricane with Hurricane Ian. Do they, how, do they think it'll stay a Cat 3 when it hits, or will it intensify? Because I've heard a uh, possibility of Cat 4. Uh, yeah, so we're expecting it to grow up to a Cat 4 uh, and then come down a little bit. Actually, the, it's funny, I was listening to your weather report. I think the dry air that is causing those fire warnings up there uh, will mix with Ian as it gets uh, closer to Tampa, and that's going to take some of the steam out of the storm, uh, that drier air, and perhaps bring it down to a Cat 2 just before landfall. Either way, I think we're going to be talking more about the storm surge by some estimates 8 to 11 feet of, uh, ocean that sounds like snow. That sounds up. like snow, not rain. You know, when you hear yeah, about well, feet of that's something. a bad snowstorm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, yeah, but it's going to be eight to eleven feet of storm surge pushed up Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is very low lying. Uh, you know, it doesn't have a whole lot to give. So this could really be devastating uh, to to a part of the state that really hasn't been hit by a major hurricane since uh, in a hundred and one years. Yeah, I remember back, and I think it was was it uh, two thousand. For 2006, uh, Hurricane Charlie, which almost went to Tampa, then it made that right turn at the very last minute and went into, uh, wasn't Cape Coral, wasn't it? Punta Gorda. Uh, Punta Gorda. Punta yeah. Gorda. Yeah, so that was 2004's Charlie. That was the, We had four hurricanes hit Florida that year, Charlie, Francis, Jean, and Ivan. Can you tell I was busy? Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, yeah, but you're right. That one, made, we, that one we thought I was in Tampa Bay waiting for Charlie to make landfall. It doesn't go and make a hard turn to the east. Like you said, misses Tampa Bay and instead buzzsaws up toward Orlando. The difference here is that Charlie was a very small, compact storm. Powerful, but small and compact. Uh, Ian is about 500 miles across. Uh, so it's a big, broad, powerful system. And with that comes 500 miles worth of rain falling over a very large area of Florida, which is a very flat place and doesn't doesn't drain that well when, when you get that much water. Well, uh, drainage is pretty good. I mean, the, the sand, the, the ground is pretty sandy. So the gr- drainage is pretty good, but uh, there's not a lot of places for the water to go, uh, especially after a summer rainy season. And, you know, the other concern here is that once this storm makes landfall in Florida, it sort of stalls out. It's going to be over Florida as a hurricane or a tropical storm for a couple of days. Uh, you know, it's going to really start hitting Tampa tomorrow, but not leave until Friday morning. We were talking about this off air earlier about Katrina and how when Katrina hit uh, New Orleans at first, I believe it landed as a Cat 3. And it was like everyone kind of was like, oh, we dodged the bullet. You know, this wasn't that bad. It passed right over us and we're fine. And it wasn't until the levees breached and it was the water. It was the storm surge and the water that flooded things afterwards where we really felt the, the damage. Do they think that could be the case with this as well? That once the storm gets inland and it starts raining and the rain starts to pile up, that is really where, the, where we're going to see the most damage? Or do you think it's still going to be uh, mostly the wind? 
I think it's going to be this water storm surge damage uh, that we're talking about later on and, and how long it takes to recede. Uh, because, again, this is, I guess, the tail end of the regular rainy season. So the ground is already pretty saturated. Uh, we want to make sure people evacuate when, they're, when it's recommended that they get out. Uh, again, 8 to 11 feet of storm surge. That's going to be over most one-story houses. Uh, so people really should uh, listen to the local warnings. And keep in mind, more people die after hurricanes than, than during the hurricane. Uh, you know, rarely do people die if they just stay in their house, uh, you know, and, and, which is on higher ground. They die because they drive on flooded roads. They die because they're on the roof trying to fix it. Or they die because they walked into a pond that had a power line in it. Uh, that's where more of the deaths happen. Chainsaws and, and misused electric generators are more of a threat than the storms themselves. And that's often the case is, is we're our own worst enemy in that situation. I imagine that a lot of people have already started uh, uh, evacuating, but a lot more are going to ride it out because you always hear people, the, the old timers in Florida say, I've been here since, you know, 1974 and I've ridden out this and that right. and the other. And, I'll, and every time you hear from these people after it's happened and say, wow, I sure wish I had left because this is awful. Huh. So is, is that it? Well, you seeing by that the too? way. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll get some of that, but it's also very expensive. You know, maybe it's another 50, 60 bucks to fill up the gas tank to drive because you know you're going to be stuck in traffic for hours. Or, you know, there's a great hotel operator in Orlando who's you know, doing rooms for 69 bucks a night to help people uh, who need to evacuate. But that's 69 bucks and then 50 bucks on, on gas. And now you're eating out the whole time. Suddenly it's hundreds of dollars to evacuate. You, know, you probably might have to do this again this year. And three times a year is not unheard of. So it's a very expensive proposition. And in this economy, a lot of families make the decision to stay because they can't afford to leave. I imagine 75 is probably getting pretty crowded right now. People headed up north or is everyone still kind of because clearly at this point, you're not going to wait and go, well, maybe it's not coming. It is coming. It's it's a matter of exactly where, (laughs) but it's coming, right? Right. And it's a matter of, you know, look, first of all, the emergency experts will say you don't have to evacuate hundreds of miles. We just want you on higher ground. So it could be just a couple of miles you know, you, because, as, to your point, you're not going to miss the storm. Now, it's going to hit you. Uh, it's a question of do you survive it? But a lot of people will go to Orlando just because it's a bit more comfortable, a lot more hotel options. Uh, you know, it's 70 miles away from Tampa. So they'll, they'll see that as a reasonable way to get and you'll avoid the worst of the storm for sure. But, you know, the concern is widespread power outages with uh, no power that stretches on for days. That's when it gets really uncomfortable. Or for that matter, if you're down in if you're down in Fort Myers and Naples, I mean, you could probably even evacuate to Miami as crazy as that seems, because it looks like it's it's not going to affect Miami hardly at all compared to, to where, the West Coast. Right. Miami's just getting squally weather already. Uh, lots of people, as you said, from the Naples area, which is also under a storm surge threat, are evacuating on Alligator Alley, just going straight across from west to east. Uh, so that is a good option for them. And a lot of people like, you know, will ride it out. You know, they have the storm shutters. Their house is not in an evacuation zone or a flood zone. Uh, and they'll just hunker down. Sorry to use that. I have to put a dollar in a jar now. Uh, but they'll just hunker down uh, you know, and, and try to ride this out. Great point. Well, thank you so much, Rory, for uh, for giving us the latest live from the area that's going to be affected or very close in Orlando. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.